been dreaming of a white Christmas. Sorry, 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 sorry. You guys are like, okay, yep, click off, click off, click out of it, we're done. Okay, sorry about that intro. Actually, I'm not sorry about it because I don't care because I love that song. I don't know why, but I catch myself singing it all the time. Okay, that is not the point. What's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? Hope you're all having an amazing day, evening, morning, afternoon, night, whatever, whatever time it is where you are. Um, I hope it's I hope it's a great time right now for you. Um, so, welcome or welcome back to you learn something new every day with Chloe Vetter. I am your host. My name's Chloe. And I will be uh, talking to you guys for the next however long this episode is going to be. Um, I Okay, before we get into what we're talking about today, if you're new here, I like to emphasize... Frick, I can't even talk today. I like to emphasize that you learn new stuff every single day. Just, you know, you, you, you gain knowledge from experience. So every day, you know, you experience stuff. And whether that be big or small, serious, funny, like whatever it is, you're, you're learning stuff and you're taking in stuff. And if you think that you're not learning something new every day and you're not gaining some type of knowledge from, you know, just whatever you're doing, then you're, you're probably not being mindful enough and you're probably not being present in the moment, you know, like throughout your day. You're probably just kind of going through the motions. So maybe check in on that. But yeah, I really like to emphasize that as long as you're being mindful enough and you are aware of what's going on, you'll come to find that you can, you know, retain knowledge from what you might have uh, experienced or learned from the day in uh, the future. So yeah, um, I like to share something that I learned each day. And, uh, you know, just to start off the episode, kickstart it. And what I learned, okay, I haven't, I didn't learn it today because today all I've done so far is teach a spin class and I have learned stuff today already, but you guys probably don't really care about what I've learned, but (laughs) what I've learned today, what I learned though the other day is that, um, septum piercings, which is, if you don't know, it's like the, it's like the middle of your nose you know you have like your two nostrils and then right in the middle that separates the two like nostril holes I guess (laughs) I don't really know but that's your septum so I got that pierced um on Monday and I was pretty nervous and I've wanted this for a long time but I've only been 18 for you know like four months five months no not five months four right March April May June, July. Well, it's July now, so it's been three months, and then this will be the fourth month. Frick, month. But so everything hasn't been open because of, you know, um, the world and its uh, issues, and stuff started opening again, and I did my research on a place that is not only, you know, good with their piercings, but also just, you know, are just taking that extra step and precautions and everything. So I went to a place um, near my... Uh, you know, in the city that I'm near, I guess, downtown. And I, it was a great experience. So I think it's called Piercings by Dinar. So shout out to him. He did a great job. It was a really good experience. I went and it, I went by myself too. And it was kind of a, I knew I wanted this piercing, but the, um, uh, like the appointment itself was very spontaneous 
like I literally scheduled it that day like earlier but it was really good you know like he was good like took my temperature and like I filled out a form before I even entered you know like stuff like that just to make sure that there were precautions taken but anyway he like really calmed my nerves he was very nonchalant very chill very uh just just a cool dude and he just you know was talking to me and just always had something to say and it was just kind of like funny and lighthearted, and it was good and that really calmed my nerves so I wasn't anxious at all I thought I was going to be but I really wasn't and I what I learned what I'm trying to tell you guys is that it doesn't hurt too bad for me it felt like my nostril pierced because I also have my nose pierced you know like just on the outside like of my nostril so I have a hoop there right now and then I have my septum pierced I have a different like jewelry uh earring piece in mind for my septum but right now I need to have the one that I'm wearing right now until it's you know pretty healed and uh whatnot so anyway I learned that for me it really didn't hurt that bad it was a lot of pressure but it wasn't anything too crazy now that being said I can't speak for everybody some people have said it hurts really bad some people have said it doesn't um it just depends on your pain tolerance but if you have your nose pierced and you're like I want my septum pierced I really didn't think it was that different you know what I mean like it was pressure for a few seconds and then it's like you're fine you know what I mean same with like if you have like your ear pierced like your cartilage like any cartilage I feel like it's all kind of the same for me but that's just me um but yeah it's just breathe and uh did I close my eyes I don't know maybe I closed my eyes and I just was like breathing but yeah it was good experience um I also learned that my septum is really crooked apparently whatever that means he was like oh yeah your septum's really crooked did you know that and I was like no I didn't know that I don't even really know what that means but apparently it just makes it harder to pierce so he had to do it kind of at an angle but apparently that's also kind of normal like everyone's septum's kind of messed up so Anyway, that's fun. It's been uh, four days now since I've gotten it pierced, and it's doing really good, actually. Um, I've been, I babysat for nine hours twice this week, and then I've also been, you know, like, teaching classes and working out and, like, doing stuff. So it's been good, you know? Like, I was, like, playing with the kids, and they, they, they almost knocked it a couple times, but, like, nothing... I mean, if someone slammed my nose, of course, it's going to start bleeding. But, like, it's doing good. So, anyway, that's doing good. Uh, let's, let's, Let's touch on the topic for today. So, today's topic, I, like, the general topic, I know what I want to talk about. But I'm just making a disclaimer before we get into this. We're going to be talking about money today. I'm not an accountant you know I didn't go to school for this stuff I don't whatever you know like I don't have a job in finances and at the end of the day I'm just talking from personal experience and from what I hear from other people that are you know from that's from their personal experience so I only I only know so much about this topic but I do think that I do have um a good some good insight and some good uh tips maybe some good uh advice possibly and yeah, we're just going to talk about it and maybe maybe you'll come to find that you're not really alone when it comes to you know like the the stress part of that comes with money and the extremity that it can get to and the control factors and the need to for control or the you know like you're managing how you manage it. So, we're going to talk all about that. 
And yeah, okay, to paint the picture really quickly, I am 18 years old. I've been working, I've had a, you know, like a, a job. I've baby, well, okay, I've, I've been babysitting since I was like eighth grade or whatever. And I've always had little cousins and little siblings. So I've always been kind of like working for myself, you know, you know what I mean? Like working to generate revenue. And I, so that started. And then when I was 15, I was able to get my first job. I was a lifeguard and I lifeguarded. And then I also, not also, I did that. And then when I was uh, just turned 16, I started working at the spin studio that I work at right now. Um, I'm a spin instructor now, but yeah, I started working the front desk here and then I started to become a, a spin instructor. So I would teach classes and do the front desk. And then I started teaching bar and like strength training classes. So here we are today. I babysit, like I said earlier, I still babysit, you know, like every once in a while right now I have a gig for the next like two months or something. So that's kind of like a on and off thing. And then I am a fitness instructor in full time and that's what we're working with right now. I have other little like random stuff that I'll do, you know, like just, you know, like random babysitting gigs or random, uh, maybe I drive someone somewhere or whatever, but you get the point. Um, I've been working to generate revenue for a while now and for myself. And that is that. Um, Okay, let's let's get more into this. So we're going to talk about the stressful aspect of uh, money and finances and what comes with that. So there are so many opinions on how to handle your money and what you should put it into, you know, like what you're putting your money into. There's so many opinions. Everybody's going to have something different. You know, people are going to tell you like, oh, like put your money into this or oh, don't spend your money on that. Like that's such a waste or like why would you do that? But at the end of the day, like it's your money. It's your choice. I'm not saying don't listen to people. Like, don't, don't like, listen to them with an open mind and don't, like, uh, or I'm not saying to not do that. Like, listen to them with an open mind. You know, hear what they have to say. Like, take that into consideration. But at the end of the day, like, it's your money and you can put it into whatever you want, which can be a good thing or it can be kind of like a, a kind of a scary thing, depending on how you are with spending habits and how you see, you know, spending and whatnot. Um, for example, with this, so I was in March, my alternator failed. <laughs> I had a 2002 Honda Accord and, uh, yeah, it was, it was coming. The transmission was awful. It was complete shit. It was slipping all the time and it was just, it was, it was, it was time. A lot of miles on that car, over 200,000. And alternator blew when I was, like, about to merge on the highway, yada, 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 whatever. I had to buy a new car. I was looking at cars, and there was one car. It was definitely expensive and kind of out of my, like, price range. But I was like, ah, this is a really good car. And my dad was saying to me, like, you, like, I wouldn't put your money into that. Like, you've worked so hard for this and, like, for your money and the price that it was like it would have been a lot of what I have and it would have been more than I planned on spending and like in the long run it's he was saying like he was like it's your money at the end of the day but like I wouldn't do that because you can find you know like a better deal and 
then there's the flip side of it on you know like what I was saying to him like yeah but like it's it's really reliable it's like extremely reliable it's uh, a very nice car great condition very clean very you know like pretty new and just reliable and I ended up not buying that car and I'm glad I didn't because I love my car right now and it's still reliable it's still really good but it's also like it was like half the price maybe even a little bit less than half the price so in the long run not spending my money on that was you know and like listening to what my dad had to say that was such a great idea because I would have spent all this money for nothing or not nothing I still would have gotten a good car but I could have gotten a good car for you know a lot less so that's just kind of like painting the picture on that one but yeah there's everybody has their different needs and their different wants and it varies depending on the person and depending on the source of income that they have because um obviously someone who has i don't know like a a doctor or whatever like a dentist or i don't know whoever they're making more money than me for example i'm a fitness instructor you can only like i i love my job i wouldn't trade it for the world i i don't my goal, okay, my goal in life isn't just to make a bunch of money, and I know that some people's goal in life, it's just, you know, become a millionaire, or get, like, get a bunch of money, and I'm not throwing shade, like, hell yeah, you go get that money, like, you, I don't know, like, like, yes, do that, but for me, I'd rather have a job like what I have right now and be so happy with it that, like, I I don't it's not that I don't care about the money that I'm making but like it's not my my first thought obviously though you do have to make sure that you're at least generating enough income to you know uh pay for your needs and your you know like whatever you need to prioritize whatever bills you have to pay each month and yeah just bills like you got to make sure you can cover them and you got to make sure that uh it's substantial and that you can uh support the lifestyle that you have that's the other thing some people like everybody lives a different lifestyle okay some people are very minimalistic and then they don't have to like you know they don't spend their money on a ton of stuff or there's people who they are materialistic and they like to have a lot of clothes or they like to you know they want to have a big house or they want to I don't know, whatever it is, like, they they love shoes, like, they're gonna spend a bunch of money on that, or maybe they go out to eat a lot, maybe they work, like, a really long shift, and you just don't, like, pack enough food, or you don't have enough time to pack enough food, and you're eating out, like, all the time. That is the lifestyle that you're living, and you need to make sure that you have the money to do that. So, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but yeah, there's different needs and wants, And it just depends on the person, depends on the source of income, and it depends on the lifestyle that you are living. And also, it's not just you that you're providing for. Like, if if you're a parent and you have kids or, like, you have a pet, that also needs to, you know, factor into that. So look at what – who are you supporting? What are you – what do you need to – like, what's the – what's the – what's the, like, baseline? You know, like, what's – the the minimum that you need to do to maintain the lifestyle that you're living and who's involved with it um there's savers and there's spenders 
there's people that save all their money. Um, I'm definitely on the saver spectrum. I save all my money. Literally, <laughs> I'll talk more about that though. Um, but yeah, I save. I've always been a saver. Um, I've n- literally, like when I was little, I'd you know, like I said, like a babysitter, I'd uh, watch so- like my neighbor's dogs for the week while they're at the beach, and you know, I'd get like a hundred something in cash, and I would just straight up just put it in my room, and I just save it. I wouldn't touch it, and I just save all my money. And I've always kind of been like that. I'm always kind of in the back of my head, saving and just preparing for the future. Um, Sometimes some people might think it's a little bit extreme, but in the long run, that's what works for me, and that's how I handle my money. And it's not like I only save and I'm, uh, I don't spend it ever. I'm, I'm getting better at allowing myself to spend my money, but I also am very. It's it takes a lot for me to get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna spend my money on like I'm gonna buy something for myself. And I'm right, what I'm doing is I'm working on not feeling so guilty about, like, spending my money. Because there's a ton of guilt that comes with spending or saving. Like, there's, there's so much guilt that can come with money and how you use it. Because maybe you're spending something that you don't have and you know in the back of your head that you shouldn't be spending that. But you do it anyway and then there's that guilt in the back of your head. So... Uh, yeah, again, I'm getting ahead of myself. But they're savers and they're spenders. And I feel like the goal for a lot of people is to kind of find a good balance between the two. So, you know, make sure you're saving. Make sure you have that good mindset about saving. But also, like, you know, like you got to – if you're working hard for your money and all you're doing is saving it, like, let yourself live a little bit, you know? Like, spend some money. Get yourself – I don't know, get yourself a nail appointment or a massage or a, I don't know, buy yourself new shoes or even just buy yourself a iced coffee. Like, just treat yourself, um, spend some money, save some money, find that good balance in between what works for you, and yeah. So, all of this is very confusing and stressful, different opinions, whatever. It can feel like you're out of control sometimes with your money it feels like you might not have control and for some people that's not really a problem but for some people for for others for some people it may feel like you're out of control but for others you might need that control and that's just not in like that aspect like some people like I know me if you didn't listen to my OCD episode I have this need for control in a lot of different aspects of my life and so when I feel out of control that's where I kind of you know like lose I I, you know not to get too deep but like I'll lose myself a little bit you know like I I need that control to feel grounded and I'm working on that and it's gotten a lot better but anyway control with money is you know like I, I need to feel like I'm in control of it because otherwise it will stress me out. It will just, it'll just make me feel, I don't even know how to explain it, but like if I feel out of control, it's just, it's way too overwhelming. It's just, I don't even know how to explain it. But if you've experienced it, you understand the feeling I'm talking about. But yeah, many feel out of control with uh, their money, but you got to give yourself control by understanding your habits 
and your behaviors when it comes to, you know, spending and saving. So what I mean by that, like you have to give yourself the control by, you know, you got to sit down, you got to take a second, take a step back and look at the bigger picture. What are like, who, 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 what I was saying earlier, who are you? What do you need to like, who do you need to provide for? What do you need to provide? What do you need to bring to the table? What's the lifestyle you're living? And what, like, what's your source of income? And, you know, like, how much is that? And how does it support your lifestyle and whatnot? And your, you know, needs and wants. When I say, like, your lifestyle, I mean, like, your needs and your wants that you um, have to, you know, fulfill how you live. But as soon as you start to like understand that and look at that picture and kind of put all that together and kind of visualize that it'll make it it'll make it easier for you to feel more you know in control because as soon as you're understanding you know like what what you spend your money on and how you spend your money like your spending habits and same with saving same goes for saving um how you save it what you how much you save when you you know put something into savings or whatever it is and, you know, just your behaviors with how you how you handle your money, how you look at it, how you, you know, what's your perspective on it. So that kind of gives me a little segue into the managing aspect of money. So I'm going to talk about me a little bit and what I do for this. So I use a, there's a lot, okay, there's a, there's a lot of different stuff that people can use, but I'm just talking about for me personally. I use a money log that I like made for myself. I literally write down for each month. I have a little notebook that I have. Uh, Bianca, I know you're listening to this. You know those uh, like twin journals that you got from like Italy or something? I think Italy. Yes. Yeah. Italy. Um, yeah. That one, that's what I use for my money log. So shout out Banks. Love ya. Thanks for my uh, journal. <laughs> um, Anyway, I use that for my money log, and what I do is I just write down, you know, I'll sit down and I'll look at my uh, bank account, and I'll look at the, you know, transactions that I had. I write down uh, the date, and then I write down the amount that I either spent or gained. You know, like if I got, if I got paid, um, I get paid on the 5th and the 20th if I got paid, then I'm putting it in, I have, okay, I have columns. I have like a plus column, like what's positive, what's going into my account, and then I have a negative one, like what's going out of my account. So if I get paid, uh, like I put money in my account, that goes in the plus column, and then in the negative section I go, I put down what I spend. So I write down the date, I write down what I, the amount that I, you know, spend or save or put into my account, and then I write down what I am spending if we're going to talk about spending for this i write down what i am spending on so say for example i go to royal farms that's a common one for me i go to royal farms that's where i get my gas so let's say uh june 12th i go to royal farms so i'm gonna and i spend 30 dollars on gas so i'm gonna write down in my column i'm gonna write the date june 12th I'm going to write down in the negative section $30 and then in the like what it's for column I'm going to write down Royal Farms dash gas 
And then next time I spend money, I'm going to do the same exact thing. So what that does for me is it helps me visualize what I'm spending and generating and like where it's going. So if I, you know, at the end of, and then, okay, what I do at the end of the month is I then look at it and I calculate how much I gained, how much I spent, and then how much I saved by like subtracting what I spent with what I, uh, you know, generated or whatever. Um, this is very helpful for me because then I can use each month and I can learn from it. So let's say I look at the month of June and I'm looking at my thing and I'm like, wow, I literally spent my money. I spent it like, I don't know, three times on gas and then all the other transactions are just like food or say it's all clothes or say it's all, I don't know. Yeah, we'll just use food because I'm, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> that's that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> but yeah, food, coffee, whatever it is. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, wow, um, I spent money on this day, food, this day, coffee, this day, food, this day, food, this day, gas, this day, coffee, this day, coffee, coffee. Like then I can see, I'm like, okay, this is where all my money's going. Am I okay with that or am I not? Is that good you know like or should I reel it back in a little bit and then you can go from there by and that what I was saying earlier that goes back to understanding your spending habits and your behavior and that will give you that sense of control I hope you guys are understanding where I'm going with this I've never really gotten to talk about money but I love this wow this is kind of fun for me you guys are like you have no idea what you're talking about shut up right now no I'm just kidding I need a sip of my coffee right now because I'm staring at it. Sorry. So good. Sorry. You had to hear that. Um, okay. Money log. That's what I do. And yeah, I hope you guys are getting the gist of that. It just really helps me um, visualize and understand my spending habits and where I'm putting my money and what it's going into and, you know, like how much am I spending compared to what I'm making each month? That's another big thing. Are you making more than you're spending or are you spending more than you're making? If that's the case, that's an issue and you got to, you know, take a step back, look at the bigger picture and figure out what you can change and what you don't really need, you know, like what things are you spending your money on that's a want and what things are you spending on your like that's a need because you should always prioritize your needs your your knees your needs <laughs> you can prioritize your knees though i don't really care knees elbows whatever you got uh just kidding you need to save a certain amount no you don't need to i'm just giving you my advice i save a certain amount, I save 20% of each paycheck that I get, no matter what the case is. I save, I put 20%, I calculate it, whatever the paycheck is, 20%, put it in savings, I don't touch it. And then I maybe spend a certain amount. Well, actually, I don't do that. I don't really, but, okay, I always save you know, the specific amount, I get two paychecks a month and I put 20% into savings and then I don't touch savings. I haven't touched my savings in a while. I did when I bought my car. I think I half of it was like from savings and then half of it was just from my normal like account. But 
for spending if you struggle in that area with, you know, what I was saying earlier, if you're spending more than you're making each month or whatever, you know, like whatever time slot you're looking at, then maybe calculate a percentage of your paycheck that you're allowed to spend for that. Um, and that's what I do for savings. So maybe, you know, calculate, okay, 20% for savings, 20% I can spend, and then the rest I'm just kind of not doing anything with. Or maybe the rest I'm putting into my bills and my whatever, you know what I mean? Um, so when I say spending, I mean like spending on like wants and stuff. So make sure you have that percentage calculated of what you need, what you need to spend, you know, like what do you need to pay and then go from there. Uh, what's next? Ask yourself why you're buying something. This goes for my spenders. Look at the item. Okay. This is when I say that I overthink everything that I spend my money on, I overthink everything I spend my money on. Like I will literally be sitting there for 20 minutes in my car, like driving. And I'm like, should I get, should I get coffee? No, I'm not going to get, should I get coffee? I'm not going to get coffee. Coffee's like two, $2.64, a medium iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, $2.64. I'm literally sitting in my car. Should I get it? Should I get it? Should I get it? Should I not? Should I like, not even kidding. It's just going through my brain and I am nonstop thinking about it. Do I need it? Is this, you know, and I mean, okay, that's, that's uh, kind of a bad example, but that's one, I mean, that is an example of what goes on in my brain. Uh, but let's say that you have, uh, you know, you spend a lot of money on your clothes. Look at that shirt, look at those shoes and be like, do I need this? Do I already have 10 shirts that are very similar to this? Yes. Okay. Then don't spend your money on that. Save it and, or put it towards something else. Can I see myself wearing this? Can I picture, you know, what this will look good with? Can I picture myself wearing this more than once or twice? You know what I mean? Like, cause some people will buy clothes and they wear it like a few times and then they forget about it. So make sure you are, you know, putting, put, okay, you work for your money, right? Like think about that when you're spending it, you know, like, did I, did I sit and work my ass off for X amount of hours to blow it all on all these clothes? Or am I gonna, you know, put it into something that I think will be good? Like maybe, I don't know, maybe you've been eyeing a pair of uh, shoes for a while, or maybe you've been eyeing that uh, a bracelet or something that's really nice and you've been eyeing it for a while and you've been spending or saving your money, like treat yourself, spend that money. Buy your bracelet, okay? Live a little bit. That's what people tell me. I know I'm telling you guys that advice, but I'm right there with you in that boat. Um, if you are hesitating a little bit too much, because there, there's the other thing. Like, there's a fine line, okay? There's there's overthinking. There's thinking about what you're purchasing and, like, putting thought into it, and then there's overthinking. You know what I mean? Like, there's putting too much thought into it. Because when I put too much thought into it, all it does is make me anxious and then I end up not buying it. And then like all of that is for nothing. So don't, you know, like sit there for hours being like, should I spend $3 on a coffee? Like, no, shut up. Get your freaking coffee or don't and then stop thinking about it. You know, like just make that decision. 
another thing. So what I was saying earlier about, you know, like setting, you know, a percentage of what you save or spend or whatever. Create rules or a plan for yourself to follow or refer to when you're dealing with your spending and your saving. You know, like when you're sitting there thinking about spending your money on something, thinking about buying something, have, you know, like a a general plan or like rule, whatever you want to call it, to follow and to like or to even like refer to depending on how much guidance you think you need. Have that to use like to look for to look at when you're you know questioning spending your money on something or when you're like questioning buying something and that'll help you with the control factor of feeling like you have control if you set rules in place and you have something to refer to then great like you have you have guidelines you have an outline of what you want to do and then just you know make that decision and follow through with it one thing that i'll say about saving I know I save a little bit too much not too much there's no such thing but I know that I save a lot of my money and I'm like very extreme about that the reason not the reason kind of but one of the big things I want to tell you guys like if you're not saving I don't care how old you are I don't care who you are I don't care who you need to provide for if it's yourself only um if it's yourself and you're living on your own and, you know, like, you have to pay for, like, apartment or utilities, all that. Or if you're even, like, living with your family and all you need to do is provide, you know, like, for yourself for, like, mainly once and, like, maybe, like, car maintenance. But, like, your parents pay for everything else. Like, I don't care what the situation is. Maybe you are a single mother or father with five kids and you have a pretty low-income job. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your spending habits are. I don't care what your lifestyle is, what your source of income is, whatever, whatever, whatever. Save. Save for yourself in the future. Save for your future self. You don't always need to have something in mind to save for. People always ask me that. They're like, oh, what are you saving for? And I'm like, the future. Like, you never know what's going to happen. You never know when you might need it. You never know. And so I think that's what kind of really drives my uh, saving, my uh, drive to save all, like, a lot of my money. I want to feel secure with in that aspect. Money is a very scary thing for, I was going to say for some people, but, like, really everybody. Like, it's, it's, it's scary, it's difficult, and... Honestly, we're not taught enough about it, like, in just, like, school, like, just the basics of it. But, yet, yeah, you don't always need to have, you don't, you don't necessarily, like, need a reason. And what I mean by reason is, like, an object or item that your service that you want to, like, pay for. You don't always need to have something in mind when you're saving, okay? Just, just save. Just save for the future. Save for yourself so that you don't find yourself in a situation where you're like, shit, I should have... I should have been saving. I should have been saving my money. Um, so if that doesn't speak to you, I don't really know what will. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to say it one more time. Save for yourself in the future. Okay? You will thank yourself if you need it. You don't always need to have something in mind. But you never know when you might need it. Okay.
last thing I want to touch on, prioritize. Prioritizations. Prioritize what you need to pay for over irrelevant wants, okay? Like, or not even irrelevant wants, but like just wants, you know, like things that you don't really need. Make it a priority, uh, whatever it is. Make your your bills, make your uh, whatever it is. Like, prioritize what you need to spend your money on, like what you need to pay for each month. What are your, what are your, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What are your blank? Shit. I'm literally going to remember, I'm going to think of the word the second this episode ends. I know it. Anyway. Think of what your requirements are, what your payment requirements are for you to keep maintaining the lifestyle that you have and, you know, spend the money on those first. Make that, make that, those rules or guidelines to make sure that you are, uh, you have enough for each month. Spend, spend it on that, pay your shit. And then, yeah, don't just do that first. Do it over your wants because if you're going out and you're spending say you just got paid and you're like oh let's go like to the mall blow literally your whole paycheck on clothes then you come home um okay you need to pay your bills you have stuff to pay you need to pay maybe your car maybe your car just broke down maybe you need an oil change that you didn't you forgot about Where's your money? You just blew it all on clothes and you don't even need any of it. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, prioritize your 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 payments that are required, okay? Prioritize those. Prioritize your needs over your wants. I'm not saying don't get your wants ever. Don't buy, like, don't not buy your wants ever. But, like, make sure you're putting your money into stuff that you need to put it into over stuff that you don't really need to put it into necessarily. Um, but yeah, I hope that makes sense. Um, yeah, I, that's kind of the last thing I really wanted to touch on for this episode. Um, I am going to probably wrap it up right here. I got to go teach a bar class. Woo. Yeah. Bar. Yes. Yes. Sorry guys. I have clearly, I've clearly, I was going to say I've had a lot of coffee, but I really haven't. I mean, I have, but not for me. I haven't had a lot for me. I can drink a lot of coffee in one day. Um, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but we're going to, we're just not going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was a very different topic than what I have talked about before, but I'm happy with how this went. Um, I hope you guys liked it as well let me know what you think uh you can reach out to me on instagram my instagram is chloe.vetter so c-h-l-o-e dot v as in violet e-t-t-e-r and yeah just let me know what you think let me know also whatever you guys want to hear let me know what you want to hear me talk about because i have lots of ideas but there's also you know the other part in my brain where I'm like, no one wants to, no one wants to hear that. Or maybe people won't find that exciting. Like, I don't know what people, or maybe I'll think something super exciting. And you guys are like, literally shut up. Stop talking about this. Nobody cares, you know? So just let me know. Always open to ideas. No idea is a bad idea. That's the other thing about this podcast. I don't have, like, I, I have a specific, um, overall kind of, uh, message or vibe I guess of the 
vibe of the podcast. You know, like I have my basic stuff that I like mainly talk about, but no, no, I'm not like I'm open to any any topic to really talk about. So as long as I am interested in it and I, you know, I'm uh, somewhat aware of it, uh, I'll, you know, I'll do my research if I need to. Like, hell yeah, I would love to talk about whatever. So let me know. I hope you guys have a great day. Take care of yourselves. Drink water. Um, exercise. You know, go on a walk. I don't care. Pet your dog. Uh, I don't know. Give your neighbor a high five. Actually, I was going to say give your neighbor a high five. That's kind of weird, number one, and also number two, corona. So maybe don't do that. But you can give them an air five. Send it. Send it. Um, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I need to, I need to go. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day. I'll see you guys next Friday, every Friday. You learn something new with Chloe Vetter. I'll be here. Yeah. Peace out. Peace, peace, peace. Bye-bye.